Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the second episode of Empowerment. Uh, this is an ongoing series that Katie and myself are working on. And in case you missed the first episode or you're not familiar, the goal of Empowerment is to give a platform to issues or groups that don't necessarily get that platform in everyday life. Uh, that can come in many different looks. And in today's episode, it's talking about uh, common issues that women go through in society. So at this point, I will now allow each of the women that have joined me today to introduce themselves. I'll go first. Uh, I'm Katie. <laughs> I'm Allison. I'm Maddie. I'm Bella. I'm Laura. All right, so um, just kind of an insight onto how this may look. Um, if you watch the first, or if you listen to the first episode, you probably noticed that I had a lot of commentary and I had a lot of input, but that's because the issues that we were talking about directly related to my group. We were talking about men's issues, so I felt like it was my place to talk. However, this episode, um, there's not a need for me to give my input on these thoughts because these are things that women have to go through every day. And I cannot pretend to relate to them because I can't. I'm a man. I don't have to go through these things, which that's not like a brag. It's awful. It shouldn't be like that. But... You know, this is a platform for the women to speak up. So all I'm going to do is introduce the topic and then turn the floor over and allow these women to give their input. So the first topic um, are just social norms that have been accepted due to misogyny that's just kind of been deep rooted into society. Um this can look like women having to gear up to do everyday tasks, such as walking to their car or getting gas. Um, women having to plan their outfits so they won't get blamed for being sexually harassed or assaulted. Um, mansplaining, etc. So, ladies, the floor is yours. All right. When, when we talk about deep-rooted misogyny, the first thing that always pops into my head is classrooms. Like, as a kid, the idea of, like, the girls play with the kitchen set and the girls play house and the girls do all this stuff. And then, like, the guys are the firefighters and the guys are the police officers and, like, that kind of stuff. And it's, like, you're trained. You don't realize it, but you're, like, trained in this way of, like, becoming a housewife kind of thing. And then it's, like, I always make the example of, like, picking up stuff, like, I need three boys to pick this up. And that used to make me so mad. I'd be like, I can pick it up. I am just as strong as him. I am just as strong as him. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I feel like I still experience that to this day because I've tweeted about it a few times. But, like, at work, um, we have, like, these huge trash cans, right? And they have to be taken out sometimes. And sometimes nobody will really take them out. So, whatever. I got it. I've done it multiple times. I'll do it. But I'll have coworkers be like, are you sure you got that? I'm like, I do it every time I work. Like, yes, I got it. Um, like, I can lift over my head. I think I'm okay. And I had one coworker, like, literally rip it out of my hand. 
and he took it out and then when he came back in i was like whatever it's fine i don't care he took it out for me whatever it doesn't matter but he came back and he said i don't think you would have been able to lift it anyway even though he took it out of my hands mid-air i was like um, uh, all right okay. uh, we like i can relate to that too because um most of the people at my work are girls and but we only have one male coworker. we had a couple but then they kept quitting so we just have this one guy and he's just been there um love him but we get like truck every wednesdays and so like we get a lot of heavy boxes like full of cups and like um stuff to put in the coffee and we have to always like lift it on the shelves and somehow i'm always working when truck comes but it's gotten to such a routine now that like i know where everything goes but like he always ends up showing up and you know he is always like you have that you got it and I, I appreciate the concern but then it gets to a point whenever they push it so much like are you sure you can do it and there's been a couple of times where um I had like just gotten my nails done or something he's like did you break your nail you don't want to break your nail maybe you should let me lift that and I'm like do you like I'll tell him like do you understand how kind of degrading that sounds whenever you tell that to me and I was like also I get this done in 15 minutes so I think I can handle it and I just think that's so dumb that um you know men are always labeled the strong ones and like women don't are like not in that equation for some reason yeah like okay there's one example i have one time i was with my boyfriend and his dad and um his dad is always like the type to be like oh we have to go help somebody do this like move or whatever and um there was one friend he had and he was like okay um Katie and Nolan, you come with us. Uh, we're going to help move some, like, bedroom set or whatever for a friend. And I was like, okay, like, I can help. No big deal. And then we get there, and it's not like we're helping, like, guys move. It's like two women we're helping. And um, so the bedroom suit, like, not heavy at all. So, like, I go to get this headboard, and this lady looks at me. She goes, um, just sit back and look pretty. Let the men do it. I was like. So like she literally said that I was like um okay but as soon as she went inside I grabbed the whole headboard and I took it in by look pretty or like for to be told that but um it's weird to me that people just don't realize that things are changing and like you can change your mindset and I feel like that I'll, like you were saying Allison that has to start in schools too and that has to start at home like we have to start teaching each other that like you know women don't always have to stay in the kitchen they don't have to be the ones having the babies raising the babies like kind of stuff like women are their own people they can choose what they want to do yeah it's not all we're good for sitting back and looking pretty like there's so much more we could do like yeah you know, and like, we can still look pretty while doing it i don't have to sit oh, back yeah. and look pretty. <laughs> oh, oh and also um i guess to go on a different topic but like or i guess stay on this topic but in a different section um i know austin was saying something about like gearing up um about like you know having to dress appropriately and like quotation marks and like walking to our cars and it was really interesting the other day I visited my friends at work and we ended up sitting outside of work for, you know, to like one o'clock in the morning talking. And it was very interesting to me because we were talking about, you know, 
um, things like walking to our car at night or pumping gas at night or pumping gas in the day too. And we talked about a lot of things that we've experienced, um, either being alone or like walking in a store and stuff like that. And it's, it's sad to me how common it is, just how it's an everyday thing. I feel like for a lot of women it's weird to me because you know i'd be like oh you know one time i was 16 i was you know fresh getting my driver's license and i went to pump gas with myself first time ever and i um auto like it was somewhere in um auburn town and i had this guy like cat call me and it was weird because i was like uh, i full one i haven't had tension like that before and then two i was just like i'm alone at this really sketchy gas station by myself and like this random guys you know talking to me and so now every time i go pump gas like i don't know i, I know it sounds weird but like i am a little nervous every time i'm by myself anywhere um especially like at a store and i think it's just bad that that's just normal for us to be like okay we can do it we can get out the car we can be by ourselves out here you like know 360 you're like yeah we shouldn't have to hype ourselves up every time we have to step outside of our house out of our comfort zones because we're scared that someone's going to um harass us yeah. i guess you should say but um it's just i feel like a norm that people we need to change that that shouldn't be something that we yeah that just yeah, shouldn't I mean, be I think it's just really bad. You know, it's become a norm when they make like pepper sprays in pink colors. Like, yeah, my mom, <laughs> like you will keep when it. I first got my license, she wasn't like, "Oh, let's get you like a new steering wheel cover or something." Like, she was like, "Okay, we're going to get pepper spray." I'm like, all right. Yeah, I totally relate to that. Like, for me, having a twin brother, we both got our licenses around the same time, and I remember. Like, his present to go with it was, like, a keychain or something. And mine was a gift, and it was a box, and it was full of pepper spray and a bunch of other safety stuff for the car. And I was like, this is – and it was all pink, of course. And that's when I was like, okay, this is more than just driving. This is about safety. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And um, I don't – see, it's, like, notorious for people to get, like, kidnapped and stuff in grocery store parking lots. Of all I was, places. I was about to say that. I go to the grocery store all the time by myself and it's like even in daytime like i'll be like looking underneath my car while i'm walking to my car is seeing yeah. sketchy park my back seat see yeah. <laughs> if anybody's in the cars next to mine like, yeah just when, make sure. when i'm walking to my car to like go out from walmart or something i have my key ready in my hand i'm ready unlocking that <laughs> button already and yeah. That's, like, yeah, I feel like we all have like a mental checklist when we're like getting out of the store. We're like, okay, now we have our keys. Now we have this. We're looking around, and we have like a whole checklist that no one even thinks about. You got to look away. Like, I I hate to like just look at anybody and assume that they're going to like approach me or like you know I hate to be one that assumes because you know we you know what happens when we assume like you know you never know. But the thing is though, we have to be prepared for anything because it it's just weird how we've gotten to a time in um life where we have to prep our kids we have to tell our girls oh yeah be careful like carry pepper spray carry this like no we shouldn't have to do that teach your kids teach your boys not to harass people like we should teach girls to be scared to be prepped by themselves we should teach people to be respectful of each other literally i don't i don't the whole like watch out for people watch out for people and it's like if we would have started at the beginning for guys to not do this to girls like maybe like we wouldn't have the issue that we have today 
And it's like talking about in grocery store parking lots, I love to go to Walmart. And so going to Walmart by myself is so scary. So like I always park next to one of those light things in case it gets dark. Mm-hmm. So the light will be there. I always look for those like 911 button things. Like I always make sure the cars around me don't look sketchy. There's no one in them. Like I, I, I think so much about this stuff, <laughs> but it's like, I'm just going to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> going back to the assuming um, thing about people. I feel like that kind of also correlates with the not all men thing. Like when you're talking about rape and men are like, oh, but not all men. It's like, oh, well, my we gosh, yes. or like, we have to assume because or, we're not sure. We, we don't know. We'll bring up that they're like, well, you know, men get raped too. And I'm like, yes, they do. And I they said, do. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's a serious issue. And I said, however, I think it's funny that the only reason a lot, because like I'll have conversations with guy friends a lot and they'll, for some reason they think I'm going to rape you as a joke. I don't understand why rape is a joke at all. And then I try to explain it to them how it's not a joke. But then all of a sudden they're like, well, men get raped too. And I'm like, I think it's funny. The only way or reason you'll bring this up is when we're talking about women getting raped. I said, I feel like you don't even care about those instances where men get raped. You're just bringing it up as an excuse to be like, well, men do it too. Men have this issue too. And I'm like, I think it's sad that your toxic masculinity is the reason why a lot of men stay silent in those situations. Um, we should be supporting each other. We should be there comforting each other and like, you know, helping everybody and teaching people not to rape other than just being like, well, you know, not all men and men get raped too kind of thing. Yeah. And with that, it's like, why why aren't you like okay if everyone's getting raped like why aren't you upset about this like you're like oh men get raped too yes it's bad like women and men get raped rape is bad like dude push past that whole like oh blah, 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 like rape is bad <laughs> i don't know if you've seen that tiktok but it's this guy uh calvin brandle or something i love him but um he uh made this tiktok and he was talking about why rape is a men's issue and it was like 90 something percent of um rape against women is by men and then it said 98 percent of rape against men is by men it's a men's issue for sure and another thing is like men bringing up the whole like well uh women lie about rape all the time you're more likely to be raped than to be falsely accused of rape as a man yeah, yeah. just saying yeah. like two to ten percent of all rape allegations are false that's crazy that is nothing and most girls don't even come forward so that's a much smaller percentage of all and that's really funny that you brought that up because like that's so interesting to me and i remember i had a conversation with my male co-worker the other day and he was talking about how his mom like he said something that how his mom warned him. He was like, you know, you got to be careful when you're working with girls because, you know, you don't want to do anything that might seem a little off to them. And then they all of a sudden ruin your career and they like get you fired or something because of something they say to their boss. And I'm like, I feel like that's the wrong mindset to have. I was like, you shouldn't be saying anything that's inappropriate anyways. That's going to make you get fired. I was like, yeah. I was like, if you're just being you, like you're, you're good, buddy. But like, I think it's weird that the fact that like, parents are like, you gotta be careful what you say, or like a woman's gonna ruin your career because they're going to falsely accuse you for something. Don't say like, anything that would make me think that. So. But like, <laughs> like guys don't even get backlash when girls speak up about something like that. So like, I don't know why they're so worried about, oh my gosh, gonna ruin your career. Like the president has so many rape allegations and nothing has happened to him. 
Yeah. Oh. And I do most men that do like get backlash, like they actually get um consequences for rape or whatever are usually black men because they're just trying to find an excuse to put them in jail. I know that's on a whole different topic, but most false rape allegations are only effective towards them anyways. And two, like the punishments are insanely like just nothing. I feel like people aren't getting enough time in jail. People aren't going to jail. And it's, that's what freaks me out is because I'm like, I, I I am so scared that one day someone's going to take advantage of me, like, and no matter, you know, what instance um, it is, but like, I'm really scared that's like, I'm scared to get raped. And like, I feel like that's a fear for most women and a lot of people like, I don't want that to happen to me. But like, I'm reading a really good book right now. And um, but rape didn't even become like an issue of like spotlight, if that makes sense till like maybe 2013, 2012, like still fairly recently. And like, they're talking, she talked about how like the universities now have to um, put out there, like what has happened on campus. Like they're required to um, say what happened instead of like keeping it under wraps because it was such an issue. Like she was talking about all these pristine colleges like Harvard and all this stuff where there was like gang rapes happening, like fraternity houses, like just inviting girls to a fraternity party just to like, rape them and stuff like that and videotape it and how um she interviewed a lot of um girls and they talked about like stuff that had happened to them and how like a lot of the guys would reach out and be like um so like i'm like under wraps because you know you just don't want to ruin my life do you like i have a college i'm like i'm gonna get my college degree you don't want to ruin that and i'm like it should ruin that. Like people should get punished a lot more than they do. Not just expelled, they should be going to jail. They should be getting a lot more than what they time. do. Not yes. Like a year, like that's not doing anything. Or uh, three months when you're supposed to have six. Yeah, like, I don't know. Something that always bothered me is the phrase, boys will be boys. Ugh. Because all that is is just prohibiting that behavior. Not prohibiting, inhibiting. Yeah. Um, like saying like I know okay, this goes back to like as a kid, like it, it all starts as kids. They when like a guy when like a little boy is like mean to you and they're like, Oh, it's because he likes you, like you can't put that mindset in their head because for the rest of their life they're gonna think, Oh, if I push her, she's gonna think I like him her. And then they wonder why like guys always wonder, Oh, nice guys always finish last, blah blah blah. Like, what do you mean? That's been like drilled into our head. Yeah. That they're mean to you because they like you. Because they like us. So like he's like like ripped my paper up like while I'm taking a test I'm like man he got he got fat crush on me like no he's not he loves me and I feel like all of this has to start in guy groups too like I feel like boys need to educate themselves more on their actions and like you know all this deeper misogyny and I think what needs to happen too like if you're if you're a guy and your friend starts giving a woman unwanted attention or anybody of the other gender unwanted attention and catcalling them or something that is obviously like a form of harassment you need to instead of clapping him on the back and being like ha ha he's being funny no you need to smack him on the back of the head and tell him to stop like, like that's wrong you need to hold each other accountable too like you can't just be like oh ha ha you're being funny like don't laugh along like the worst you're gonna do is your friend's gonna be mad at you like you need then you don't need to be friends with them yeah <laughs> set them straight and move on yes yeah. 
Is there anything else that anybody would like to add? I don't know. Maddie, you were talking about something about, like, guys saying stuff to you at work. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we're, um, like, whenever my male coworker would be like, did you break your nail? Don't break your nail, and that kind of stuff. Or, or are you talking about, like, inappropriate comments? Well, I didn't know if you were talking about both the breaking in now or inappropriate comments, because inappropriate comments at work are such a big thing and they'll like low-key do it because i work with these two men they're like both like 10 years older than me oh my god hold on sorry they're like play fighting in the hallway anyway um no like the both of these men are like 10 years older than me and they're always like oh i've been never dating a girl that's like not legally allowed to drink whatever they always say stuff like that and if they're like catching an older man like flirting with me like a customer they'll be like oh they're going to jail blah blah, blah. but then they'll ask me like really inappropriate questions the i don't know how explicit i can get on here but they'll ask me like very inappropriate questions like do you have sex with your boyfriend like blah blah, blah. like very inappropriate stuff and i always tell them that's so weird do not ask me that don't ask me stuff. Yeah, it's none of your business. That's way out of line. I said, you're like 10 years older than me. Even if you weren't that much older than me, like it's still weird. Yeah, like, why would you need to know that information? How is this going to help you in your life at all? It's, that's what I asked him. I'm like, um, why would you want to know that? I like you're almost 30. <laughs> like I'm thankful enough to work with a really nice guy. He just he just doesn't understand that sometimes he says stuff and I'm like, dude, you're making me feel bad about myself whenever you say things. But like I've had customers say kind of sketchy things before, but obviously like I can't really say anything because like I'm not trying to, you know, get in trouble or like, you know, them trying to get me fired. But like we also have like Oh, I, I, I used to love closing, but now I hate it because now I've realized that we've had, we have regular, like sketchy guys come by and like, it's weird because and I, again, I don't want to assume anything, but like, I'll be standing somewhere where I can see the window and my coworker is like handing their drinks out. And as she turns and walks away, he like blatantly checks out her ass and stuff like that. And he comes by all the time and just says really weird comments and and it's weird. And like, we used to have a guy that would get a drink and then sit out in our parking lot for about an hour or two. And like, we would close and he's still there and stuff like that. I don't know, like just dealing with just customers. That are, I don't know. It's just, it's weird because I don't know how to handle it. You know? Yeah. I don't either. Like there was this one time, it was like maybe a month ago, I guess. I think I told Austin about this, but, um, I had this guy, like, I took his order or whatever, and then I went to make his, um, order, and I had to, like, reach up pretty high to, like, grab something I needed to make his order, right? I don't want to like, give away where I work, but anyway, um, I turned around after I grabbed it, and he was, like, way up against, um, this wall, right? And he had his phone, like, very down, like, very low, and then he was, like, taking a picture, like i caught him taking a picture of my butt and as soon as i turned around he was like oh like so disgusting that's why i'm glad i'm switching jobs because the place that i'm about to work is like mainly women go there so i don't know yes but the customer service or like working with the public is so scary too it is even like the place that i work it, the only people that work there are girls so like 
thankful for that. But like customers, it's like an older group that comes in. So it's like, they'll kind of, sometimes they'll make like comments to me that I'm kind of like, okay. Or they'll like try to get real close to me. And I'm like, this makes me feel very uncomfortable. And then taking the trash out is like behind the place. And like the dumpster is like right there, but there's always people that hang out back there and smoke. And I'm like, okay, whatever. But like, I'm so afraid they're going to approach me. And it's like, there's just people, but I, I don't know what I would do because I'm too far to go back inside. I get so scared. But we're not allowed to crash out at night, so. Oh, yeah. We're not allowed to either anymore. We're not allowed to pack, park in the back anymore. And I used to be like, that's Same, so dumb. Like, I want to take trash out. Like, I, I want to park in the back. Like, I don't want to have to walk all the way in the parking lot. But then I realized, I'm like, oh, wait, no. That's actually kind of sketchy people because can, I yeah, think people can see you. I thought it was dumb whenever I was working with my guy coworker because, like, um, he's, like, really tall, and, like, no one's gonna try to kidnap him, like, no one's gonna try to mess with him, so, like, um, I was fine parking in the back when I was working with him, but now I'm a shift leader, and, like, I'm closing with other girls and stuff like that, and so now it's me and my girls, like, walking out together, I'm like, did you unlock your car, and they're like, yeah, I was like, okay, like, be safe, like, and I watch them walk, I don't leave until they leave, kind of thing, and I, it's, it's weird having to, like, work with people, not only work, like, deal with Karens, but deal with creepy old men comments. (laughs) For real. Yeah, no, I'm a manager where I work. And so I'm usually one of the last ones because I have to close everything. I have to count the registers and everything. And um, like I've stayed up there a couple times by myself, but my boss doesn't want me staying up there by myself, which I completely understand. But she gets one of the older men that make the weird comments to me to stay with me. So it's like, it's just us two, so that's uh, still not helping. Yeah, yeah, this doesn't make it any better. My yeah. friend, she was talking about how she wanted to be, like, a flight attendant one day, and, like, that was her dream to, like, travel. But she was like, but I'm worried about, like, the sketchy old men that always, like, hit on you in the planes and stuff. Like, that's a huge thing that flight attendants have to deal with. It's just, like, even past that, when you're looking at, like, future careers, even you have to think about who you're going to be – working with so it's like you with your coworkers. it's like what else are they thinking about that we don't yeah. know and so it's yeah. it's like a future problem too for us like we have to look ahead to avoid it and I feel like you guys getting on like this like what you guys are talking about right now I feel like it kind of segues directly into the next point which is um like a like women having a fear of rejecting men or like declining advances from men in fear that it will cause a violent reaction so if you guys have uh anything you'd like to say about that oh do i (laughs) (laughs) um it because again like i was talking about like uh, this book i'm reading they go into details like that they have little sections in each chapter like the chapter is a huge point and then they have little like subsections and stuff and like girls talked about that how you know men are like you don't understand how it feels to be rejected and i'm like yeah i do but you don't see me punching a drywall every time i'm reading (laughs) and so there was this guy that was a little bit younger than me um i went to middle school with him and to high school with him and he um confessed feelings for me this one time and um I was just at a point in my life where I was like, I just want to focus on myself. I want to focus on grades. Like I have no, I really don't want to share. I don't know. I just don't want to have a romantic relationship with anybody. And also I didn't like him. Like I was very polite about it. And I was like, thank you so much for, you know, telling me that. Cause I think it's important for you to get your emotions out there and your feelings. And I said, I know it takes guts. I said, however, like, this is how I feel. I'm not ready for a relationship. And so he was very understanding at first, but then another year rolled by 
And he continued to be like, hey, like, I just want you to know, like, I still really like you. Like, I like you. And um, he, like, sent me this huge, long text message um, with, like, deep feelings about me in it. But I'm like, the thing is, though, like, I only see this guy in school. He doesn't really know me for me. And so, like, I kind of, you know, you don't know me, like, for me. I said, we can hang out more, but, like, I only see you as a friend. And so we went on a, we went on a school trip together um, for one of my clubs that I was in. And we were all staying in this hotel. And he just kept ignoring me because I, kept, I told him, I said, we're going to talk in person and just settle this. And so I finally got him alone, like, in the hallway. I said, hey, let's talk. And, like, mind you, this guy's, like, a lot taller than me, even though he was younger than me, like, it's freaking tall and but I wasn't scared at all because I was like I don't I hate to say but in my mind he was just like a little kid because he was a lot younger than me and I and he just wasn't really understanding what I was saying and I was like why can't you like understand that like I appreciate you but like I don't like you he was I just don't know why you don't like me and I said I was like okay well this is gonna get through his head I know I know it's up to say um I was like I just see you as a little brother I said you're my little brother I said that's weird dating you is like dating my little brother and so then he visibly gets like really angry and I can see his like face getting red. And I was like, you need to calm down. And he was like, I just don't understand. And like walks off and like slams his door. And so I get a text from the guys that he's staying with. He was like, what did you do? Like, he's so mad. Like he came in and like was throwing things. And I was like, are you kidding me? I was like, if every guy's going to act like this, when I multiple times tell them I don't like them, like, how is it going to be when I get older? Like, how are they, are they going to like physically hurt me and stuff? Because like growing up, well, I don't want to say growing up, but like my, my brother is not a very good person. And like, I saw how he treated his girlfriend and stuff like that. And I think I was just around that so much that now that like all of my um, perceptions on like relationships and also like um, rejection and stuff like that, that's what I see. And so like, I'm, I'm so nervous now every time anybody's like, I have feelings for you because I don't, I don't know how to handle it other than just either ignoring it because I can't say no because I don't know how they're going to react. Yeah. Yeah, Maddie, I've definitely been in a similar like situation as you where they just don't take rejection well and to the point where I've had to like have people around me and text them when I know that he's around also just for fear of being alone with him. And I feel like it just plays such a negative effect on like how our future perceptions of relationships should be because you're afraid to, oh, if we reject another person, is it going to end up in the same pattern that we saw in this one guy? And you just always have that in the back of your mind whenever someone's around you and you want to be polite, but you also want to like make it clear like no is no. And it, it doesn't always get through, I feel. Um, I have this story relating to that. There was this one guy, I met him freshman year, I guess. I'm not gonna say any names. Austin, you'll probably be able to guess who I'm talking about. But um, I met him freshman year, and ever since I met him, he was like weirdly obsessed with me. Like, but I had told him multiple times, like from freshman year to junior year, like, I'm not interested in you. I do not see you anything more than a friend. Like, no, I, no. Uh, and I repeatedly told him that over like the course of three years and we were like on and off friends but like anytime I would get close with someone else like a guy he would like freak out and like do something crazy to like manipulate me into not being friends with that person anymore not being close with that person anymore like he would just make up like crazy lies
guys like i had found like um dms where he would like dm people and be like do you have any dirt on this person like yeah and um there was like a big scandal sophomore year and um i was close with uh just this one guy austin i was close with austin and um he was just so mad about that for some reason because he wanted to be close to me i guess i don't know and uh he just created this whole big lie and it just blew up in like so many people's faces and it was just crazy and then, like junior year when i started getting close with uh my boyfriend um he was just so angry about that that he created so many lies like it split up like me and a few people because he decided to lie about a few things like he was lying about my boyfriend lying about me and just because i did not want to be like anything more than friends with him like he would come like manipulate me so many times like just get people to like not want to be friends with me like all the time it was so insane like and mm-hmm. that was because i rejected him and wanted to be close with other people it's so insane I've never, like, experienced, like, that, like, personally, but I've seen it through, like, one of my best friends, and um, they did date, and it was, like, I don't know, but as soon as they stopped dating, like, that's when it all went down, and it was, like, there's someone else, and it was, like, I'm going to manipulate this person because they now tried to get close to someone, but, it, like, he wasn't good for her in the first place, so it's, like, why why can't you see that? Like, why can't you be happy for them? Like, why do you have to go so far to like I don't know I feel like that goes into another thing though like my mom and I talk about this all the time like men feel so entitled to you for some reason yes I don't know why they feel so entitled to you though like when they get rejected why they get so mad they'll be like oh so there's someone else and it's like no and they're like so you're just emotionally unavailable or you are like like so because I'm single doesn't mean you you automatically get to be the one to touch me and say things to me and stuff like that and it's like if I see you as you are around your friends or something like that automatically may make me not like you and so like maybe we should like think within ourselves (laughs) it's not me it's you like like, you reflected as a bad person to me so I don't want to talk to you But like when men say like oh there must be somebody else it's like no i just don't want to date you they're like oh there has to be some other reason no no, no that's it that's the end my nose is enough i Period. just don't want to be with you like i don't be enough and yes. a lot of people i think it's people are like oh it's so overhyped now to say no means no but it's not because obviously it's not screwing people's head enough that no means no like if someone tells me no i'm like oh, okay i don't be like why why give me yeah. an explanation because you're prying into something that you shouldn't be prying into it's none of your business no means they no told you. yeah so like, like I, it's ooh, weird. I don't understand why they cannot take no though like anytime you tell some like a guy no not all guys but you get what i'm saying like anytime you tell a guy no they freak out like i don't know why and I think it's just like it should be said like as much courage as it takes you to ask a girl out it's just as much courage for us to respond and say yes or no to you like it's not a one-way thing especially if you say no that takes a lot of courage like because some girls I know a lot of girls that say yes just because they're scared to say no like I'm already scared to like disappoint people in general 
but then like when it comes to that it's like i i do i am scared to say it. i'm like kind of i'm like okay maybe and i'm just kind of yes. like so passive with it but like yeah. really i'm i'm so i mean no. like no stop please yeah I have friends that tell me that I'm not hard enough. Like I'll, especially because I listen to my friends, guy problems all the times about their boyfriends and things. But then I'm like, well, like, you know, this guy texted me and said he liked me. And like automatically when I get a text like that, like I start shaking and I don't know why I think it's cause I'm like, Oh no, it's happening again. And then I'm like shaking and stuff like that. And then I'll be like, okay, well, I, I appreciate you as a person. And I really butter it up because I'm like, I have to let them down softly, you know? But I mean, obviously that's not softly. Uh, I, you know, soft enough that they need because then they, they freak out. Not, not everybody. I had, I've had a couple of people, you know, be really respectful towards my feelings and stuff like that. But I've, I've experienced it enough to be like, I just don't understand why you can't be respectful towards people. And it goes into like touching too. Like it doesn't always have to just be like, hey, do you want to go out with me? Like if someone touches you in a way that you don't like, and you kind of push them off they act offended like i didn't ask you to touch me in the first place don't be touching me and don't act offended when i tell you no kind of thing um i used to have this guy um in one of my classes that would just be really touchy with me and like i love hugging people i love giving people a hug like i'm fine with that but when it comes to like touching my waist constantly trying to pick me up like coming up behind me laying your head on my shoulder it gets to a point where i just i don't i can't handle it then i'm like oh no and then he's like what like you don't want to hug all that kind of stuff and i'm like i just don't want you touching me in that way it's kind of weird and you know there was this one instance where he went to lay his head on my shoulder or something but he laid it straight on my boob and he just like snuggled up to me i said uh-uh it's so like pushed him off really hard and he was like what are you doing i was like you know what you're doing i said that's inappropriate don't do that and he was like, i don't understand why you're so mad and i just remember like that replays in my mind all the time and so now like i'm just scared to get touched because i don't want people to react that way to me because i don't want a touch i hate being touched like i hate i if like friends it's okay and like none of my friends are huge huggers so like it's fine but like if I don't know you please don't come up and hug me or give me a high five or like high five is fine but like just any type don't don't touch me because it makes me extremely uncomfortable and then like it's the same as like if I say like oh I like I'll do this I'm like, oh I don't want to hug and they're like okay like you're rude and I'm like no it actually makes me extremely uncomfortable like I have family members that I won't let like hug me like my mom tries to hug me and I'm like oh, okay thank you like it just makes me uncomfortable like you need to understand like i don't need to give you a reason why it just does does anybody else have anything they would like to add i don't think so all right so the next topic is uh double standards regarding sex um for instance, uh, guys are often praised for having a high body count or having, you know, a lot of different sexual partners. They're seeing that, you know, like they're the man or that's impressive. Whereas a high body count for girls, they get called, you know, degrading terms like slut or whore, things like that, and are often just given a stigma that's negative. 
Uh, an instance is the same that a good key can open many locks, but a bad lock can be opened by many keys. So. Austin, I think you froze. Austin? Oh no. <laughs> you froze. You're good now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, okay. to repeat what I just said. <laughs> Uh, the next topic is double standards regarding sex, where a high body count for guys is considered a good thing or an impressive thing, whereas uh, girls are often degraded or called names like slut if they have a high body count. So. You put the lock and key analogy on there, and I absolutely hate this analogy. And there was a guy at my work the other day, actually, that was repeating this analogy. And I knew immediately where he was going. As soon as he mentioned a lock, I said, no, don't even start. The, don't even finish your sentence. Don't. And he was like laughing. I'm like, it's not funny. Like, don't even use that analogy. Like, it's not right in any way. If you don't know the analogy, it's... um. Um, a good key opens a lot of locks and a bad lock um, can be opened by a lot of keys like basically the women being the lock men being the keys oh my gosh, <laughs> and rage. It makes me so mad i do not like where you work jeez so many stories about where i work oh my gosh i could write a book about this i'm not even lying we'll dedicate a later episode to all to all katie's work stories i'm actually gone from there like for good um I'll, i can talk about more stuff god oh my goodness but it's um, interesting you said that because to me, I feel like a lot of boys feel like they have to be that first key to unlock somebody. And it's weird to me why people look at either like virginity as, oh, like she doesn't have much experience. She doesn't go out much. Or if she's um, not a virgin, like, oh God, like, like you said, Austin, like she must be a slut if she's been sleeping with a bunch of people. But the thing is though, virginity is just a concept made up by men. And that think they're so important that they can change a person, who they are as a person, which is weird to me. And it's even more concerning that, like, you know, you see a lot. I don't know. I'm not on straight TikTok. Never was on straight TikTok. But a lot of I see a lot of people reacting to those videos on that side of TikTok about um, uh, guys dancing or something stupid to like women should not have a lot of body counts. Like they shouldn't even have body count, that kind of stuff. And it's concerning because a lot of their audience is like 12 year old girls. You're, you're still out there. If you have a big platform like that, which is stupid to me that like people are idolizing a tiny stick band dancing to a song saying, we hate women. <laughs> like, why do you have that big of a platform? But it's concerning that you are spreading that kind of message out there that, you know, it's okay for us boys to be, you know, sleeping around all the time. But, you know, if you're a girl, no, no, no. You can only stay loyal to one person. You can only have like one number of your body count. I think that's the dumbest thing. Yes. Yeah. Like I know a lot of men personally uh, makes me so mad, but they're like, they're, they brag about like cheating on their partners, like past partners and stuff. And like, Oh yeah, my body count's really high. And they were talking about like, they went to a bar one time and there was this woman that approached them and 
uh, I guess they were talking about body count. She was like, I bet my body count's higher than yours. And they were immediately just like, you go away. And it was like, why does it matter? Um, and they all the time talk about like, you know, after they're talking about like, oh, I've cheated on my partner multiple times, blah, blah, like at least once a month. And then they're turning around and they're saying, oh my gosh, she has a body count of more than three. And they're like, that's disgusting. That's trashy. Like she's a skank, blah, blah, blah. It's like, what? And I don't understand why we care about a body count of at least like 20 something. And then you're turning around saying, oh, three. Like, oh, oh. like oh. I don't know what it is. I guess it's because men think it like stretches out or something. Newsflash, it doesn't. It does not. If <laughs> girls can have babies. How many, you, like, how many people you slept with? It's not going to change. Period. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. And I, I don't understand why we care about body count. The only thing I would care, like, if you're in a really serious relationship, and I guess, like, if you both are worried about, like, STIs, that kind of stuff. But the fact that, like, I don't know. If you're still not to me, it was like, what's your body count? I automatically be like, just don't talk to me. That's so dumb. Like, and I know um, when one of my closest friends, um, you know, had her first time she was automatically like oh i have i have a body count now like someone's i was like you don't need to worry about that i was like honestly if you're with someone that really respects you and cares about you they don't care how many people you've been with like honestly it's it's really none of their business it's no one it's no one's business and i think it we uh, a lot of guys just put it out there just to you know it's like another form of you know slut and stuff like that like why why are we labeled the sluts when they're praised you know for doing terrible things i don't understand oh like um, the new phrase right now is like, like she belongs to the streets or whatever do you know how many times i've heard like somebody some dude say that and i'm just kind of like what for or i think in the context it was like somebody had a lot of guy friends it's like oh she belongs to the streets she doesn't it's i hate that I phrase like this also a lot. that also goes back I to talking about like rejecting men because a lot of times i'll see guys saying oh she belongs to the streets i'm like why would they say that about her and it's because the girl just rejected them like, oh yeah you're pretty until you say no you're you're pretty yeah. and attractive until you say no and then you're an ugly i don't I, yeah like i don't know how um i don't know how it always it always turns from like you're so beautiful and I love you so much and I would do anything for you. And then as soon as you say no, it's like, well, you're a whore anyway. Like, I hate you. Like, go die. And it's like, so ugly. So do you no. actually like me and are just mad that I said no? Or do you actually think I'm ugly? Like, let's figure this out. Like, let's have a little conversation. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that also, oh, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. I think it, what's another... I don't know. I I keep I keep kind of looking to double standards because like I've been like reading up on them just to like educate myself more on how to like you know recognize them quicker and stuff like that. And um, so like correct me if I'm wrong. Like kind of like clothing almost. I feel like you know men like can be wearing like nothing and still be okay. But like you know if we show our shoulders, and, like especially Ooh, in school, like guys can. I don't. Their muscle tops and they still don't get caught for sagging, but you know, us wearing a uh, top that shows our shoulders, 
automatically is wrong. And I don't understand that. And like, there's this song that I love listening to. And like, one of my favorite parts of that song is she's like, if you're a woman, you're made to pleasure me, but out in public, hide those shoulders underneath. And like, that speaks to me every time because I'm like, that's right. Like, you know, we're teaching boys like, oh, we can sexualize women, but you know, we shouldn't be distracting the guys from learning. What about our distraction? You sending me to the principal's office to change my shirt is a distraction. I'm not having time to study and learn up on what you guys are teaching in class. I could talk about school dress code all day. I tweeted on like a couple weeks ago and it was like, um, oh my gosh, I just lost what it said. It was like, I still feel uncomfortable if I wear like a tank top in public that someone is going to be like, oh my gosh, her shoulders. But like, this, the, like, it's not real. Like that doesn't exist. But it's like, I'm like, oh, I'm wearing a tank top. Like, oh, how scandalous. But it's a tank top, bro. Like, yeah. What? <laughs> It's to the point, like, Nolan, like, I'm always wearing, like, long sleeves. And he's like, Katie, it is okay for you to wear short sleeves. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know. I guess it's just what I'm comfortable in now because it's, like, dress code, you know. It's, like, been drilled into your brain. And it's like, oh, my gosh, you can't show skin. Long it's sleeves like, is the safe like route. It's, like, that's what we want to stick to to avoid like, anything yeah. else. I'm, I'm with so you on that one. I'm always... Yeah. And like and like even leggings too because sometimes um i'm over it now because i'm like oh i love leggings but you know if i wore leggings to school i would make sure to wear a shirt that was like at least like right above my knees because i'm so scared of either getting dress coded or people looking at my butt or something like that but like now like in public if i go out wearing leggings i'm so self-conscious about it now because i'm like I can't be showing off my body like this. And I'm like, what do you mean I can't be showing off my body like this? It's like always an internal battle in my head where I'm always like, I need to be dressing appropriately, but like, why is this inappropriate in the first place? There's no like- Yeah, and it like, it extends, it extends like past school, like past that. Like for me, like going into like the business field, you're always taught like, oh, you want to wear like a certain color to like attract who, like if you're in advertising to like attract to the person you're talking to. But then you also have to find the balance of, oh, but you want modesty when you're giving a presentation. And I'm like constantly going between those two things, trying to figure out like what is appropriate. Yeah, I was, that's so funny because I was thinking about that the other day because I keep telling myself because I've decided to go kind of like a political science route. And like I always joke, I'm like, haha, like I could be a female president, haha, like president of the United States. And then I'm like, well, I'm going to be having to, I'm like, am I going to be having to dress in, um, like, knee-length skirts my entire life? Am I going to have to be dressed, like, with skirts down to my ankles? Like, you know, like you're saying, it's just, how, where is dress inappropriate? Where is it not? Like, I still try to figure that out. I feel that. And so, especially in going, knowing I want to go into business, I always think about, like, one, like, the skirt thing. It's like, if I dress a little, like a skirt a little bit shorter, they're gonna be, they, no one will take me seriously, which is stupid because it's like I still have the same mind. And two, it's like I want to work up a big business, but I'm going to be competing with all these guys that have their whole life been fed to them that they're just going to be like the hot shit. Sorry, I don't know if I can cuss. And, yeah. and like be like the top level when I'm going to have to like fight and be taken seriously when they're already automatically taken seriously. Yeah. Another thing with dress uh, codes, like, okay somebody said something about sagging okay all the time like every day at school like I would walk past this like group of boys and they're all sagging and the principals would yell at them to pull up their pants and they would give like attitude back to them but mm -hmm. that's all that would 
happen. Like they would just get a warning. And even if they were arguing with them about pulling up their pants, like we, we can literally see your underwear, but I'm getting dress coded and sent to the office because I have a hole in my jeans. Yes. yes. Really like one. That's hole like barely above, above my knee. Like, like my, the, uh, my upper thigh is not that attractive. I'm so sorry. Like you cannot see my underwear and like, that is my thigh. Like, it's nowhere, like, it's not even, like, very high up either, like. The cheerleaders, you can see up the cheerleaders' skirts, but then as soon as a normal person has a hole in their pants, oh, no, we see your thigh, like. And, like, for sure. that's bra straps, that, that's underwear, why is that such a big deal? Like, this man, that's his butt. Like, this is just a bra strap. Like, do I wear bras? And if I came to school without one, someone would say something, so fight me. And if yeah. a guy teacher ever told me he could see my bra strap, I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to fire you because that's – stop looking at me. I can see your pedophilia show in. Like, Literally. Why can't you just teach me? I'll, and you, you, you teach like, government. government. You teach government. <laughs> <laughs> and to a close, like, another double standard, too, is, like, if you are dressing as a quote-unquote, you know, slut, people are going to call you out for it. Like, if you're wearing a shorter dress and stuff, you're automatically a whore. You're, you're provoking rape. You're, you are asking for it. But then if I'm dressing, you know, more comfortably, you know, in a way that I'm just going to be lounging around in, no, you're approved. Why don't you look more feminine? Um, that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I just feel like in society still today, like, it's just like, how do you want us to dress, huh? How do you want us to? Because, you know, one like, way I'm going to get raped and I'm going to get blamed for getting raped because I dressed in a dress to go to church in or um, I'm, you know getting called you know ugly and a prude and i don't look like a woman because i'm out wearing sweatpants at walmart yeah, like please tell me like how to dress you know is, they don't want you dressing inappropriately per se unless they're permitting it you know what i'm saying like, like they have think about yes. like okay going back to like cheerleading uniforms and like volleyball uniforms even like you know, they're okay with that stuff because it's like, oh, well, that's what they're supposed to be wearing. That's okay. Yeah. But it's like, as soon as a girl's wearing that in public, it's like, oh my God, like, I don't know like something that's oh, sorry. revealing like that. But mm. My parents always try to make the comment, like if a girl's wearing a short dress, they'll be like, oh my gosh, her dress is so short. I can't believe her mom let her wear that. And it's like, you're... Like, he, my little brother hearing that is saying to him, like, oh, my God. Like, that's that's what's starting all of this is, like, yes. they hear someone, like, of authority be like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe she's wearing a dress that short. And it's like, so they're thinking, oh, girls shouldn't wear dresses that short. And then it just becomes this whole thing. It's like, so any my mom says it, I'm like, actually, I think she looks really nice. Like, you have no control over what she wears. Thank you. Goodbye. Ooh. Like, it's not your problem. It's not your kid. You should, but like, I get she's. My mom does it out of, like, love of, like, worried about – she gets worried of, like, oh, her dress is short, like, guys or whatever. But I'm like, listen, you see the issue in this, right? Like, you see where this is coming from? Like, you see why I'm upset? Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important for, um, like, you know, girls, you know, to not call each other out, too, on, you know, what each other are wearing. Like, because, you know, there's been a couple times where I'll be with friends, you know, and they'll make kind of comments like that and be like, oh, like, that's kind of short. And, like, the thing is, though, like, I used to, too, like – uh, like a couple years ago, like I'm sure I used to make comments like that in my head, but now I'm like, no, you know what? She's a queen. She looks beautiful. Like I'm here to support you because you're wearing something that you're comfortable with and your body is beautiful and you love it. Like I'm here for you, girl. 
Like you go out there and work it. And like, I think girls have to stick together on that. And I think boys need to learn that, you know, shoulders are not as sexy as they think they are. I don't get it. I don't get it. But yeah, I was, I used to say, I used to be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she's wearing that. But then I, I realized like, oh, I'm only saying that because that's what society says. Like, I don't have to think that because everyone else thinks that. Yeah. And so like every girl has had that face where they're like very judgmental of what other girls are wearing. But like mm-hmm. I had somebody say to me, like, because I'm talking about like I was wearing a tank top and like sweatpants and then they were like, Oh, you need to change. Like, don't you want to put something over that? I'm like, No. Like I'm no. Yeah, like there's so many things. Um, what if a girl was wearing like a really short dress and like uh, the cleavage was showing and I was like, I would not care. I would not care. And they're like, well, well, it's like, I don't care what they're wearing. It does not matter. That, that That's not on my body. Why would I care? Yeah, like there's so many things in the world dividing people right now. And it's like, girls cannot be, girls against girls cannot be one of them. Like, we need yes. to stop that. Yes. Like, if we can't, if we can't stand up for each other, who's going to stand up for us? Yeah. Like, no one. It's us against the world. And so I kind of want to bring up another doubled standard too, if that's okay. Like there's this one that like, I think about a lot too, where it's like, you know, when a boy kind of takes charge and becomes the leader, like, you know, he has a great ability to lead a team. Like he is the leader, but then like, you know, when a girl is the one that suddenly becomes the leader and takes charge, like it's people automatically calling her bossy and pushy and stuff like that. And I don't understand why that's a thing. Why, like, you know, we look at guys as leaders and girls just as bossy. And um, I feel like that's another, like, issue within double standards that, you know, needs to be pointed out. Absolutely. I've always been called bossy, like, my whole life. Like, she's just, like, so rude and so bossy. And it's like, one, I like being in control. I like to have control. I like, I like to be in charge. But it's like, if you're right like they're like she's so bossy like she i'm like no like i if a guy was doing this you'd just be like you would follow him because you're like taught to follow him but like for me i don't know like in like group projects if i was the one that wanted to take charge the guy would be like dang you're just blah 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 and i'm like no like that's the only way the work's gonna get done honestly i feel like that goes into how girls really can't win like us talking about like oh, if your body counts zero, like, you're approved, but, oh, if it's, like, more than a certain amount, then you're a slut, whatever, Uh, or if it's more than one, you're a slut. I mean, uh, it goes back to that because, like, okay, if you don't talk a lot, it's like, oh, you're so shy. Why don't you ever talk? Like, you're so quiet. Like, I used to get that all the time, Mm -hmm. but, like, girls that talk a lot, they'll be like, you talk so much. Like, do you ever shut up, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's... Uh, oh my gosh you cannot win when you're a girl like if you dress revealing it's like oh you're a whore but if you dress like you know not even revealing that much maybe your legs it's like oh my god i know there's no there's no way to win or it's your two you don't i don't know and that's also another double standard i feel like because guys are always like girls are so picky blah 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 why do girls want guys to be so tall I don't care about height, obviously. Tall. I am the same height as my boyfriend. <laughs> like, um, a lot of girls really don't care about height. Like, they're just like, if you're over six foot, that's pretty nice. And guys are like, oh my god, like we can't control our height. But it's like, um, guys are like, oh, they have to have big boobs, a big butt, a really small waist. Like, they have to have like cute freckles in the right places and a cute nose and and be sweet and, and like, but also kind of like really like, long hair. 
blonde hair, blue eye type thing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then they're and it's like so upset over height. And it's like we're we're only saying you know that what else we're is nice. Like the hey, is the least you can give us. Yeah, like <laughs> as people bare minimum. <laughs> I feel like women's standards for men, and like I mean anybody who is attracted to men have to lower their standards i feel like because you know if if they're too high no one's gonna match them because there's a lot of jerks out there that you know i don't know it's just i just want someone that's going to be nice to me and treat me well you know and thinking about that i used to be like oh i feel like i have way too high of standards of men that's why i keep rejecting people because i'm like i just want someone that's going to like me for me not care about my body and just you know be a nice person overall no, that's, honestly, that's, that's the bare minimum. So that is the bare minimum. And I feel like us ladies and uh, people out there that are attracted to men need to, you know, really raise those standards, raise those bars, because then boys are going to realize, oh, man, we can't be stupid anymore. We can't be being jerks. Then they're going to have to start, you know, raising their bars for themselves and becoming better people <laughs> because they realize that girls aren't going to put up with that. Yeah, I feel like that also goes into, like, a lot of women tell other women this, too. It's like, well, I think your standards are just too high. Like, you need to lower them, and then you'll find somebody. Or, like, you just need to settle, like, blah, blah, blah. Or, like, maybe you just need to find someone a little bit more your league or something. Literally. What? Someone out there exists for you. Like, and if they don't, that's okay. Like, you don't have to, like... I, yeah, like settling. You don't have to settle. You don't have to be in a relationship all the time. I've never been in a relationship, and it's honestly probably because like, um, I just don't like talking to other people. But, <laughs> um, like I'll see. Like, I, I was about to say my standards are too high, but whatever. We just had this whole conversation. But it's like, I look for a lot in a person, and like mm-hmm. just by looking at you, I will know <laughs> if this if this conversation is gonna work out. Yeah, I don't know. And so, can we talk about, too, like, the standards of, like, how we just describe people? Because is how, it's like, it's like a whole circle. Like, in Mr. Man's class, he'd be like, it's a full circle, <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Say, I always repeat that in my head whenever I find out something that's a full circle. Um, but, like, you know how we call girls emotional, but, like, we'll, you know, call guys weak if they show emotion. Or, you know, they're a coward and they're scared, but, like, you know, we're scared and frightened and all stuff like that. You know, that's that's the problem, too, is that, you know, um, we're allowed to be emotional, but guys are not allowed to be emotional. And I think that just goes into a full circle of toxic masculinity, too, because that just causes a lot of the issues and other double standards that we have today as well. Yeah. Like people need to be like, boys can't cry. Boys can cry. And they do. Uh, and it's like, why they can't be afraid cool. to show it. Like, why are we still telling guys not to be emotional and be the ones protecting women and stuff like that? Because, you know, maybe, maybe he wants to be protected. Maybe he wants to be the emotional one, you know, like that's a thing. Yes. Like boys don't always have to be these strong men. The strong and stuff like that. men. And that's what we were asking for either. Like, we want you to be you and like i think people just need to i don't know like why why do we have to call them weak and stupid when they're just showing emotions and trying to you know get through to somebody and honest and i like and you're saying like it doesn't have to be the girl is like i i'm not a very emotional person like i cry like maybe twice a month mm-hmm. uh, twice every, i don't know I forgot what was once every two months or something like i don't cry 
or get upset about anything. And it's like always seen as like, oh wow, she's like so cold and like whatever. And I'm like, or like you watched that movie and you didn't cry. And it's like, no, like it's okay. Like just because I'm a girl, I don't have to cry at that sad, sappy movie. Like I didn't think it was sad. It was actually kind of. I've never even seen The Notebook, and that's like a huge (laughs) girl thing. I've seen like like, I've never even seen it. (laughs) And I didn't cry, so it's not sad. (laughs) Don't don't force your heteronormative conjunctions on me. That's why I love um, seeing a lot of guys on TikTok really break those norms, you know, and be more feminine, as people would put it in, like, quotation marks, more feminine, or really just, you know, show their emotions, and, you know, then they'll be labeled a simp, but whatever, because I don't know why that has become a whole thing with people, like, you're a simp if you're just trying to be nice to women, whatever. Um, I really love seeing it nowadays that a lot more people are actually, you know, just embracing the idea, or, like, embracing just normalities like people can be emotional people can be more feminine when they're supposed to be masculine that kind of stuff like i really feel like those words just need to be thrown out the window window because every single person is different boys shouldn't be boys or boys should not have to always be like the ideal ideal boy ideal thank you ideal boy and a girl should never have to be the ideal girl because there is no ideal everybody's their own person like what is the normal and i just like like how you know i keep seeing a lot more people you know break that these days and it does give me a little hope for humanity a little bit of hope but and with that it's the whole like if a guy pieces nails or wears a skirt like breaks all this toxic things it's automatically gay and it's like no you're the no no (laughs) because all you're saying is that he fits a stereotype in your head that you've created about gay people and like no one fits a mold no one fits in a cookie cutter mold so like just because you think that like you can't assume because there's a couple times where like and i know because like i know my parents mean well and stuff like that and like i appreciate them for being you know who they are but you know there'll be a couple times we'll be like in public and there'll be a guy and a guy holding hands or something you know obviously a couple and then they'll be like oh like they just don't look like they would you know be gay and i'm like what do you mean by that i was like you have to understand by those kind of words that you're you're setting a perception in your head what gay people should act and be like you know they're not always the gay best friend that you see in the movies and stuff like that yeah and like and speaking of that too i feel like you know there is that issue of how girls are so quick to defend gay boys and you know you want to be friends with gay boys but when it comes to people who are lesbians uh no like it i don't know it's just it's I keep seeing it a lot. I don't know. I, maybe it's just me, but like I see people or girls are so quick to hop on and um, be friends or like protect gay boys more than they are, you know, if a girl was gay kind of thing. If that makes sense? Does that make sense? I don't know. And it's also like representation in the media. It's like you were saying, like the gay best friend in movies and stuff like Mean Girls, like they were taught to learn that to love that character. But there was no represent. There's no like. Can you think of a teenage movie that has like some sort of representation of lesbians or something like that? It's like there's not one. So they were taught to learn to love the gay best friend, but not the like lesbian friend. Yeah. yeah. The the thing that you were saying about like the simp or whatever, I really hope that doesn't carry on because like <laughs> so where other people like generations start learning that because I mean literally they like some dude will do something so nice for a girl. And they're like, oh, sip. I'm like, that was so no, nice. No, that's so mean? nice. And honestly, sometimes it's the bare minimum. Like, come on. 
Alexa? Yes. I hate that. I hate simp too. To the streets and simp. Come on now. Yes. I hate that. And then the guy gave his girlfriend like flowers for her birthday or something, and they're like, "Oh, simp," and it's like, "No, that's actually like really nice." Like, I'm I'm being a genuine I pray like the future generations are like, "Oh, he's simping." Like, if if I hear my kids start using that word, like I'm just gonna we're gonna have to. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like move. we were talking about how like, oh, maybe our generation is kind of getting away from what our parents were saying. But then, like, you know, the word simp comes on as a new trend, and it's like, come on, we were so close. We were yeah. close. <laughs> yes. The very just minimum is not simping. No, I'm hoping simp just turns into, like, another, like, swag. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't use this anymore. It's just Dang, like, he'll <laughs> Yes, what a simp. We love him. <laughs> He's simping. Ew. Big quick one's a queen. <laughs> <laughs> So Maddie mentioned uh, TikTok earlier and like things she has seen on there. And so this brings me to the final discussion point that a friend of mine uh, sent me. She sent me a series of TikToks that she had found. And somebody was asking their women friends, what age did you first start worrying about men taking advantage of you? And... um. Before I turn the floor over, I want to be completely like honest. The ages that these women were saying in the TikToks horrified me, because as like as a man, I never think about that, but that's just kind of been accepted as a way of life of women. And the ages that they were saying it was just so heartbreaking. But now I'll let you guys answer that question. I. I don't think I really knew what taken advantage was or like, you know, I didn't really know exactly what all that meant because um, one time I was at the beach and I just remember walking um, behind my family and I mean, like I would bring a tikini, but I, I don't remember what age I was, but I was obviously like pretty young. Like I was like 12, 13 maybe because I haven't been to the beach in a while. So obviously it was a little bit ago, but like the only thing I remember from the beach was I just remembered this group of guys passing me walking the other way and I just remember them saying something to me that like made me blush but like my dad turned around really quick and like got really mad and I understand why he was acting that way because I was like no like wow like these older guys like are saying stuff to me and like I took that more as a compliment I didn't realize that it was a bad thing I didn't understand why my dad was acting that way and then like and then other times later in life, I finally understood, like, oh, that was not okay to say to a little child. Yeah. Uh, or, you a know, child. someone that was obviously younger than you. Oh. Um, and, like, and then I learned out what the word rape was, because I remember I heard it over the radio. And so I asked my mom, I was like, what's rape? And she was like, uh, and, like, I feel like that's a hard conversation to have with your kids, like, especially at such a young age, to describe to them what can be done to you and what is an issue in these days. Um, I don't know. It's just, I didn't really realize what it was to be taken advantage of until, you know, it happened. And then I saw my parents' reaction to it kind of thing. And, you know, like you were saying, Austin, I, in the book I was reading, there's a lot of girls. Uh, and she said that every single girl that she interviewed had been at least sexually assaulted or harassed, um, 80% of them before the age 14 and that's too young that is or like no one should be sexually assaulted or harassed but like that's just crazy to me how it starts at such a young age like that's I don't understand I don't get it 
I don't know. I don't think there's like a certain age that girls, I don't know. I feel like a lot of girls, or at least me, don't really remember like a certain age where they like remember like just knowing a bunch of stuff like this. Like, I feel like it definitely took a long time to learn as much as we do now about like rape and stuff like that or like being taken advantage of. But like the first time I was catcalled was when I was in fifth grade. I was at the fair, the Wilson County Fair, and um, I was literally just wearing like a Justice spaghetti strap top and like Aeropostal jean shorts. The fit of the day. I know, like that was it. That was hot, like that was, I mean, yeah. But (laughs) I was like 12, not even like 10, 11. I don't even know how old I was, but like fifth grade and I was at the fair. Like it was hot. Obviously, I had the right to be wearing what I. I wear no pants. Like, like, and being catcalled that young, like, oh yeah. my gosh. Um, but like, I feel like middle school is definitely where I learned a lot about that. Like, oh, you need to be like protecting yourself. Like the men are scary. <laughs> but I, you know, but like I, having more freedoms, like it's definitely a learning process because like you're mom's teaching you like okay well you need to make sure you have your pepper spray and be careful watch your car blah blah blah. like i can't imagine explaining to a kid a small child why anybody would act in that way and why anybody would treat another human being in that kind of way like i i just think that's crazy that we have to educate ourselves at such a young age to learn later on in life like keep learning on how to protect ourselves and you know how to like you know there's so many posts out there how to respond to cat calling how to protect yourself like those self-defense videos like oh man i watch those because i mean i don't know because i used to think it i don't know it's just weird that we have to educate from such a young age about how to protect ourselves from people that shouldn't just even be doing this i remember the moment i did well it's Luckily, I feel like mine came a little bit later than most, like, middle school. I went to a really small middle school, so, like, I didn't, I wasn't too worried. Like, we had a small group of people. Wasn't really worried. I actually kind of hit when I started high school because I wasn't, like, scared or anything. I just was more aware of what could happen. And, I mean, I am a volleyball player, and we would walk into, like, away games in our spandex or whatever, and I would see, like, dudes from the other school kind of, like, checking us out and stuff. So, it's, like... I wasn't scared as just more like I was more aware of like, oh, this is reality. Cause like I went from a bubble of a middle school and now I was at this bigger high school and I was like, all right, now I know. So, I mean, that's just when I was fully aware of like every, every girl is having to be aware of their surroundings. Yeah. yeah I think it definitely yeah, I think it, high school age because like, yeah, I think it just like snowballs, you know what I mean? Like you start off like younger and you get like, tips and advice and then as you get older you start seeing it for yourself like for me I think it was middle school and I was playing volleyball and I wore my spandex and I was like walking and I was like seventh grade maybe and I got catcalled by a bunch of high schoolers and that's when it like hit but then as you grow as like Maddie said when you get older and then you get a car and then you have a whole nother set of like things you have to learn and worry about and I don't think we ever stop learning or stop knowing you just kind of, you don't have a point where you realize it maybe, but you have, like, as you get older, it just kind of hits you harder, I think. 
Yeah. And then I think it's such a blur that like you don't know if someone's being genuine. Like some people are like, oh, you can't take a compliment. I can't compliment you. And you're just like, there's a difference between a compliment and like harassment being like, hey, that dress looks lovely on you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Or hey, that dress makes your butt look big or like your boobs stick out. You commenting on places of my body like that, like that's a little weird because I just remember like freshman year, I was walking behind the school and like all the football players were like filing out of the gym, I guess for practice or something. But I was walking and I, that was like the only day I wore a dress. I don't wear dresses to school that much. And that was the only day I wore a dress my freshman year to school. And I remember them being like, hey, like you look good in that dress. And I just remember being like, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And at first, I was like, oh, they're being so genuine. That was nice. But then all of his buddies were like laughing, like chuckling. And so I still to this day don't know if they were being genuine or just kind of commenting on a girl and thinking it's funny. You know what I mean? And like, that's. And you don't always know. Like, intentions. Like, oh, yes, they're complimenting me and maybe they're being genuine, but do they think that by them complimenting me, they're going to get further somehow? Like,. I have big boobs and I hate them and whatever, but there are certain tops that I can't control if they're out of. So like, if you decide to make a comment on that, like I will fight you in the streets. <laughs> so like, it makes me so mad because like, if a girl that doesn't have big boobs wears a bralette, like it's cute and it's classy and it's whatever. And it's like, if I wear one, it's, it's like, it pushes my boobs together. And like, obviously I'm going to have more cleavage and I can't help that. Like I'm not, being provocative just because I have something more than someone else has like I can't control that I'm not trying to be this is just the shirt I wanted to wear yeah but going back to like the snowball effect thing like obviously like the catcalling thing like very young very weird um but like in high school I remember like a couple years ago I went to the beach with a friend right and we were just walking around um I think it was I think we were at, like, Pier Park in Panama City or something like that. I don't remember. But it was just me and her walking around. And I remember there were, like, a huge group of guys, maybe our age, maybe a little bit older. I don't really know. But, like, at least 10, 12 of them. And, like, it was just me and her. And we were walking around Pier Park by ourselves. And, like, these guys just all of a sudden start following us. And that was terrifying. Like, 10 to 12 of them. That is terrifying. And they were, like, catcalling us and, like, one uh one of the guys came up to us and like he was asking like what our names were like for our phone numbers how old we were and we were like um i just looked at her i was like um i don't know no i don't know you i don't know if we just walked away or what but like eventually they left us alone but that was terrifying that just made my heart race listening to that like my heart is racing just imagining men following me like that and, like, it's, it's weird, too, whenever it's, like, a lot older men, like, really older men. And, like, sometimes I still use the excuse, I'm a minor. I'm a minor. Can't be talking about that. I'm a minor. Um, even though I'm not a minor anymore, like, technically. But I still, like, sometimes that doesn't even work, though. Like, we should not have to use excuses as to why we don't want your attention. Like, and it goes back to rejecting, too. Like, if we were to say something back, like, you know, screw off, something like that, then, like, automatically they get mad. Violent. Like, mad because, you know, we talked back kind of thing. And um, and then it scares me even more because usually I just ignore it. But if you ignore it, they keep talking to you more. But if you talk back, like, how are they going to react? So it's just, like, it's a very uncomfortable situation um, overall. And I don't know. 
gives me anxiety. I had a guy like, if you can't just say no, like, why can't it just be no? Like, you have to come up with an excuse, like, oh, I have a boyfriend, or, um, oh, I'm very young, like, and that doesn't even, like, phase them half the time, like, you say you have a boyfriend, and they're like, okay, and he doesn't have to know. It's because they're so used to cheating on people that they think you will, too, but then it's like, you'll get, you get, I don't know. But it doesn't even matter. Like, if no, it doesn't. No is no. Yeah. And it and it's one thing to like make comments about something, but it's another to like touch someone. And thankfully, I don't think I've ever been like in a public place where like a guy or someone has come up to me and like physically, you know, come on to me and like, cause I'm I'm scared. Like I don't. I don't know what I would do in that moment because, like, you know, I think adrenaline would, like, give me some strength to, like, you know, push someone off me that. But, like, but also, like, I'm scared in the moment that I'm going to freeze and not know what to do. And, like, I've had a couple times before where, like, guys at school that I've been in class with or, like, even outside of school have accidentally, in quotation marks, have, you know, brushed my butt or, like, placed their head on my butt. They're like, oh, shoot, sorry. And I'm like, oh. Like, you couldn't have just accidentally cupped my butt, man. Like, you know it was there. Like, don't be touching me. Like, I'll call people out for that. But uh, it's just what appalls me, too, is that people at such young ages have been, like, physically harassed, too. Like, you do not have any entitlement to be touching my body without my consent. Like, consent is still a thing. Like, don't be coming up to me, touching my waist, touching my butt. Like, that is so freaky, and I can't imagine having to I don't know deal with that I always make the comment like there's no reason that you need to touch my lower back to get around me there no I hate when people do that when people touch my lower back it makes me so uncomfortable even like parents friends or like older adults that I'm like friends with will like try to like I don't know like be polite or whatever and like and I'm like I don't, I don't mess with that. No, thank you. And then, yeah, and I'm, really like, um, and then I'm like, oh, no, I don't, I know. <laughs> and like, that's why, like, I keep seeing a lot of fist bump or something. A fist bump. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the only form of contact I'm going to make with you, buddy. Like, I'll give you a hug, but I really don't, don't know you. you. Lingering around my waist and stuff like that. Like, I'll see TikToks of girls, um, like, I guess what Austin was saying, like, TikTok and stuff, um, girls talking about their experiences of, like, boys touching their waist to pass around them at a party and stuff like that. And then the more I think about it and the more that I've been reading the book that I've been reading and, like, hearing a lot of people and how they've experienced so much in college, I was so excited for college. And now I'm just kind of scared because in high school, I mean, like, I'm sure high school's worse because I don't think high schools um, are like required to talk about a situation that happened there um like colleges are but you know you live at college or like most people will be living at college so you're going to be around people a lot and like obviously the people are a lot older and there's like less control I feel like in college of how people are and so like I just am a lot more nervous for college and like my parents have been talking about giving pepper spray to me but I told my mom I said you know like I leave for college soon like I'm gonna need you to give me some pepper spray before I leave and like that's just like I don't know I am I am a little scared like I'm a little nervous I feel like I shouldn't be but you know it's it's a real thing that you know everybody has to constantly worry about I'm scared to live in a co-ed dorm like so it's like by floor 
Mm-hmm. And I'm on the fourth floor, which I think is the top floor. And, like, that just scares me because, like, just knowing that there's guys on the bottom floor that can easily just come up to my floor anytime they want. And, like, obviously they can't get my room. And I think they have to scan into my floor. But, like, that door, like, my friend that used to live there, like, her door was always open. Like, her, the door to get to her floor was always open. And so, like, guys can just easily walk up to my floor or whatever. And it's like, that makes me, I don't know, I don't like it. Or, like, if I go to the laundry room, there could be guys in there. And it's like, or just anywhere in there. I don't know. It just makes me a little nervous. Well, it seems, uh, is there anything that anybody else would like to add? Get along, man. I'm just kidding. Well, in that case, I would like to thank all of you for uh, coming on this podcast and sharing your experiences and your opinions. Um, I just want you to know that I greatly appreciate all of you guys taking time out of your day to do this. And I really appreciate that you all feel comfortable enough to talk about these subjects. And I appreciate you, Austin, because I feel like if it was just a girl doing this podcast, just talking about a bunch of other girls doing it, I feel like it really wouldn't mean as much as, you know, a guy who is very understanding, you know, and then giving up the platform. So I really appreciate you for you. You know, yeah. doing this. You're awesome. Very much so. Yes. If you guys want to thank one person, it would be my sister because she is definitely the one that has uh, molded me into this. Without her influence, I do not think I would be as progressive towards these issues as I would like to think I am. So, um, 